Hola, hola. Welcome to the Bruja Broadcast. This is Dion. And Sasha. Join us today as we serve up some Brujeria Latina with a side of astrology and herbology bundled with some stories and sass. Welcome back. This week we are going to be talking about limpias. Before we get started, we're just going to categorize what type of limpias exist. But as always, we like to mention that it's so extensive. There's so much knowledge available that we are not going to be able to go deep into each type of limpia. We're going to focus on one type of limpia today. And then in future episodes, we can work a little bit with other limpias. So there are basically five categories of limpias so there's um the smoke ones and smoke would include incense would include resin and it would include also tobacco okay then we have the fire limpias um white fire um and we will actually touch a little bit on that when dion explains her process she will mention how she does that water limpias um the water limpias can be with bitter herbs with sweet herbs or with salt okay and they can be immersive, like you're actually like taking a bath, and so what we would call a bath, or they could be like you're sponging it or Spray. over spraying it on people, or you can just dump buckets of water on people. Yes. <laughs> so it just depends on what needs to happen, right? Remember that um, ice bucket yeah. challenge? I was like, that's Olympia. <laughs> <laughs> Little did they know. Little did they know, yeah. It's like birthday wishes, right? <laughs> and then um, there are herbal um, ones yeah. and alcohol ones. Mm-hmm. And so to the end the one that we're going to be diving into today which are the egg limpias okay las limpias de huevo are obviously the ones that have more mainstream appeal is what i would say yeah and they're more commonly known because of that and that's why we're choosing to go deeper into that one this week so before dion kicks it up with you know her official i want to explain the way that I would work with uh, limpia de huevo, okay? So the way that I was raised is that you, so limpias de huevo are actually a diagnostic tool, okay? So they're usually used by a curandero um, or somebody, you know, that is like a spiritual leader to diagnose what is going on and what the next steps would be in your situation. So when you're presenting bad energy or when you're presenting a situation or when you think that you might be hexed or that something what we say in Spanish, salao, right? Like you have bad energy and bad um, luck. What we normally might do is we would go to a curandero and we would get, you know, a limpia. However, not everybody is close enough to somebody. Not everybody has the resources necessarily to go or you don't have the time because, you know, how life is. And so often if it didn't seem like it was consistent or that bad you know grandma would just clean you with like an egg right um and so but grandma would clean you but she wouldn't read you okay she would just like try to pick up that bad energy same thing that i do with my kids right if one of my kids is like in a bad mood or if they're presenting just like bad you know sass and energy i usually give them a bath and i make sure to include some bitter herbs in there just to get rid of that or um, my daughter's super dramatic and she'll go into, oh my God, she's so, I have, I have the evidence and I'm saving it for when she's older. Like she's written on post-it notes, this is the worst day of my life and stuff like that because, and then she'll go into details, right? Um, usually what I do is, and I tell her, hey, do you want to take a sweet bath, right? And we can, or if she has like bad luck, I'll say we can have, we can have a bath to break your bad luck, right? And I'll lead them to the bath and I'll give them a bath and then that all goes away down the drain. But 
if I were doing an egg limpia, I just grab the egg and I, you know, go from top to bottom. It, do you do front to back or front, back to front? I do front to back. Front to back, yeah. Top to bottom, front to back, just like. And then that egg, I don't, I'm not a curandera, so I don't read it and I don't try to find out what's going on with them. I just assume that the egg recollected as much of that bad energy as possible and I don't want that bad energy in my home and I don't want and that's the purpose of trying to use the egg as a tool to right suck it up and take it away so I get rid of the egg my personal preference is to just flush it down the toilet um, many people take it to a trash can or trash bin outside of their home and just you're getting rid of it you don't want to bury it on your property because then you're just making it like fertile ground to keep on growing so you want to get rid of it and make sure that it goes away um and you could do this for yourself as well because if you live by yourself or if you you know you're already an adult and you're like oh i feel really shitty i had a bad day then you can you can clean yourself with an egg but again in our tradition both in dion's and myself we can't speak for everybody but we don't read it and we know that on the internet it's been very common nowadays for people to you know put their limpias and ask for interpretations or for somebody to read it for them but we don't personally like as like layman people we don't read it we just get rid of it okay and you don't you don't read it on your own and you don't read it on your yeah for I mean, yourself regardless even if you're you you don't read so even own. you as a curandera you don't read yourself I don't, I don't read myself right so that's the way that our tradition has taught us. We, Like I said, we can't speak for all 21 Latin countries. Right. But at least in Puerto Rico and at least in Mexican tradition, that's the way that we've um, seen it happen. Um, and so that was just a point that we wanted to highlight um, because we see a lot of requests for interpretations on egg limpias like online and witch groups and stuff like that. And for us, it's just a little bit like, you know, you can tell that the person isn't... Um, versed in limpias because of the way that they are using the tools for example the glass right so the glass has to be a plain glass with no etching no markings no drawings no logos on it and it has to be a consecrated tool this is actually a tool that you're using for limpias because the glass is the is a tool of of divination it is it becomes a tool so it needs to be treated as a, a sacred object right it's not going to be your water glass that you just pulled out of your cupboard and said oh let me crack a gang and then and you know pass it on my rub it on my body and crack it in water and see what it says and then i'll dump it down the egg this trash disposer um, that's not really the purpose of the limpia okay so there is like two two versions to the limpia you can do an egg cleanse just on yourself or on your kids or and this is like i said it's very traditional to have experienced a limpia in your home by your parents or by your abuelita it's very common right for this to have come up when you had like bad energy i'm sure if you ask my kids they're 10 and 8 they know that i've cleaned them they have cleaned them with smoke or they know i've cleaned them in base and they know that i've cleaned them with eggs um but and when they grow up, that'll be something that they have in their, you know, childhood memories. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, my mom used to do the egg thing. I but... was going to say skill set, but yeah. Oh, skill set. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, but then now we were going to listen to how I'll you do the, it yeah. as a curandera, which is obviously much more beefed up. So I'm going to explain the mechanics of it. It definitely starts different every time, but it always starts with the platica. 
and a platica is going to be a conversation that I'm having with someone where they release what they believe the trouble is to me. And um, like Sacha had said, Limpia is a diagnostic tool. So while the platica can reveal some, the Limpia will tell me even more. So we have a very big talk at first. There's usually tears. There's been vomiting, um, screaming, yelling. It's, it's pretty intense. And then after that, I take the egg that has been cleaned and blessed. Um, I speak to it. I pray to it for its job, for what it's going to be doing. The prayer is very specific. It's the words, I don't know what they will be. I don't know where they come from, but they're in me and out. Um, I make sure that my client also is aware of whatever that message is and is saying it with me as well. I wrap a red string around my hand, the hand that carries the egg. Then I place the egg starting on the top of the crown of the head. It goes down the body and it goes back. It's, it feels, like if I was trying to methodically wash someone. So it's just very like one, two, three, you spend certain um, times in certain areas of the body. Uh, you're, but each time it's just so different. My hands move differently. The thing, the words that come out of my mouth are very different. Um, and I have only been, I have only accepted the gift of being able to do Olympias for a year, for less than a year. If you meet me, it's the end of January 22. My healing is in my hair. Uh, that's what's actually telling like the length of time that I've been able to heal this way. So it's a very new experience and the differences in it are very jarring, but, um, but amazing. So the prayers and the, the egg sweep is done. After that, I recommend the person to get into a bath of herbs that I have made prior to, or actually it's uh, simmering during the platica. Um, uh, so after the sweep, they wash, and then um, usually I'll bring in oil. They put place the oil on, drip dry, do not... Mm -hmm. Towel uh, dry. Yeah, no towels. Um, and then, yeah, that's kind of the release after. So after they are dry, um, you can read the egg, or depending on the energy and how you feel, it's a lot on intuition, it's a lot of feeling. It's very, very personal. You can recommend that they sleep with the egg underneath their pillow, such as said, um, or underneath your bed or around the bed just to not break the egg. Yeah. And that pulls even more. It just gives it more time for the egg to do its job. Right. So in in my experience, or so what we have done is like we can put like um, we use an egg or sometimes an onion, depending on what the situation is underneath the bed mm -hmm. and then because obviously you don't want to break the egg um, but this is just as again as the egg doing its job of attracting and trapping that energy that you want to get rid of and so like if um one of my kids was having like you know um, night terrors then i would do an egg sweep um and i would put the egg underneath their bed and then i would you know discard the egg the next day yes and yeah, and, and as we talked about, discarding the egg is very important. Never eat it. No. <laughs> right? I've never heard of anybody eating it. <laughs> I read a little bit online just to see kind of what was out there last night. And I, and I read that warning and I definitely laughed out loud. I couldn't like, but. But yeah, it's better to be safe than sound. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Um, but yeah, that, uh, so for me, that's my process. And like I said, those are the mechanics of it, but it is, it, it takes a long time. It's. 
Uh, can you add because you forgot to um, oh. mention um, when so when somebody when you know somebody's going to come to you do oh. they call you and say hey I need a limpia or do they say hey I, I think I'm hexed and I what do you recommend how does that work um, it's been both mm-hmm. so um, I've been seen for specifically for a hex removal and that's when I did have uh, the woman keep the egg underneath her pillow mm-hmm. and then I've been seen for Olympia like to have better luck kind mm-hmm. of like maybe they just like they felt like a just something was negative so it was more it was like less a, intense okay but it wasn't an abrecamino it was just like it was an abrecamino oh yeah no yeah, it wasn't yeah 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 okay yeah so yeah i i i usually use limpias or especially in particular limpias any limpias is mostly in with that purpose of just like getting rid of any like blockage any sort of energy that you feel is like hanging on and just kind of get need to to get rid of it so that things can progress better but what i wanted to get back to um was that when you're going to receive this person at the beginning i think that you will do a fire limpia oh see yeah in the space so in the space before before doing the platica before doing anything i do a white fire limpia a white fire limpia is going to be a handful of epsom salt a probably if a handful of epsom salt is about a cup probably about a cup of rubbing alcohol. Um, I put herbs on top of that and then I burn that and it burns very clean. The herbs smell great. It's, it's a very, very clean white fire Olympia and it just, it refreshes and cleans the space immediately. It's beautiful. Nice. I want to, <laughs> <laughs> I want to have a fire Olympia just for that. But I, cause I, I like my space to feel I like my space to feel really refreshed. refreshed. Yeah. yeah I, I like that. So I think I'm going to have you do that for me at some point. So then for a official limpia with a curandera, you would see a fire limpia to cleanse the space or maybe a, spo- a smoke um, cleanse, depending on, you know, the practice of the curandero. And then you have your simmer pot going with um, already the herbs that you're going to be using for the follow-up bath. Correct. And then you do the egg sweep. And then you do the interpretation of the egg sweep. And then when you do the interpretation of the egg sweep, we're not going to get into the like spikes and dots and blood and all that. Okay. So just, ch- just checking. <laughs> <laughs> um, then, but based on, you know, the different peaks and the cloudiness and all that, the curandero then um, diagnoses and says, okay, what you have going on is blockage, hex, jealousy, anxiety whatever yeah okay and then after that you recommend something based on that read correct and you're going to find that in our tradition those recommendations are weeks and days Mm -hmm. they do take a long time so it's going to be a lot a lot of my recommendations are bathing with herbs Mm -hmm. for a week or Mm -hmm. for several weeks like it's really about cleaning and starting over and doing that to your body and your mind okay okay and then you add so you you do the prescription (laughs) you do the prescription which is like bathe you know three times or for a week with these been with these herbs and then you get rid of the egg correct what how do you normally get rid of the egg i enjoy flushing uh i do too yeah i just like flushing that's that's my go-to i like flushing too um i don't know if you practice this or if not but the way that i've been taught is that you flush um by standing with your back to the toilet and you toss it over your shoulder 
I have I was not taught that, but as soon as you mentioned that, I was like, I think that that is going to be a way that I do that now. And it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I, I like and that. And so you toss it like over your shoulder, and then you just get rid of it, and bye bye, <laughs> it's gone. Yes. Yes. Okay. Awesome. And then, like I said, many many people prefer just to like walk it out of their home and leave it a trash bin um, off, off of the your property. property. <laughs> yes, off of your property, not even your own bin outside your house. Correct. No. Off of your property, you want to get rid of it. You want it to leave. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think, and then like egg limpias, again, the way that, um, and like you can do it for yourself, you can do it for, you know, a child or family member, your partner, um, but then you don't do the read. Correct. The read is normally done by a curandero and it's only with the purpose of being able to then prescribe and diagnose and prescribe a follow-up treatment. And so... This is, we were comparing this to basically like um, the what we've seen online is a lot of um, WebMD, right? Yes. And so you have a little black <laughs> spot on your toenail and you go black spot on toenail and you go to WebMD and it says that you've got gangrene or cancer or you're going to have to at least cut <laughs> off the toe, right? You're going to lose that toe. And you're going to lose the toe, definitely. I mean, just first Google is going to be lose the toe. <laughs> and so the way that we've been seeing it online is sort of the, okay, yeah, you're cursed and you're going to lose the toe kind of version because people are just just um, not following maybe all the strict steps or they were not knowledgeable of all the prior prior steps necessary before uh, Olympia, like having that tool, which is the glass, for example, that's been consecrated and it's been blessed and it's ready to receive limpias. And it's also the knowledge and the preparation that a curandera has to be able to receive the ability to receive like this burden of all these people's curses and hexes and blockages and bad juju and actually not just like repel it and but able to extract it as well okay and so and banish it and banish it yeah so we basically recommend that you um instead of a webmding it <laughs> we recommend that you Go to the doctor, make an appointment and go to the doctor, which would be the curandera. If you don't have one, you can go to your... See, yeah, seek out your local botanicas. They are, they are there for you. There are going to be brujas curanderas that run those spaces, and, mm-hmm. and they are going to be able to help you with the Olympia for sure. Right. And going back to the Olympias, like doing an egg sweep on yourself, that's sort of like popping Tylenol. It's fine, you know? You can do that like a pre-step. You can do an egg cleanse. You have you came home. You have a bad headache. You decided to pop two pills or um, drink a, a tea or whatever. If you're um, witchier than me, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and they're just you know just doing something to sort of soothe any um, symptoms that you might have. But if you have a headache for four, five, six days in a row, you're going to make an appointment with a practitioner, right. right? So the same thing when we take it to spiritual terms. Same thing. You can do an egg sweep on yourself. And you get rid of that egg sweep because you're not diagnosing it because you're not a doctor, you're not a curandera. So you just did it, you got rid of it, bye. But then if you continue with the symptoms, then you go and you look for a curandera to do a more official, complete, heavy limpia. An educated, like a very, I don't know. To- like with all steps. Yeah. Everything. De los pies a la cabeza. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think that's all we have to say about egg limpias for yeah. today. And feel yeah. free to uh, ask us questions. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Okay. So let's roll right into um, astrology for the end of the month between 
the 31st and what are we doing like the fifth yeah and the fifth so what we have this that week is we have the new moon in aquarius the new moon in aquarius depending on your time zone it might be the 31st or it might be the first um but like 9 46 p.m pacific to like 12 46 um a.m eastern time so it's like really it's the 31st you're gonna do ritual <laughs> on the 31st okay um and the new moon in aquarius so aquarius is ruled by uranus and in traditional astrology it was ruled by saturn so you have two planetary influences coming in with this new moon this is a really a good time to set yourself up for change and long-term change so if you wanted to start a diet or if you wanted to do um go into like including a new practice in your life like a new meditation practice every day or running every day or something new this is a great time to actually set that intention get yourself a little you know altar space or something going to help you with that and then begin that like on the first and so not january 1st but february 1st because it's also actually the lunar new year really yes and so um that's why it's like the chinese new year will be celebrated as well so that's when they're doing it right remember that the january 1st was actually just a roman thing and it was the time when they were going to start um their political terms oh it has not by that at all it doesn't make (laughs) it has nothing to do with the natural way of following the astros or the seasons or the crops or anything like that which is what everybody else does (laughs) shocked so yeah so the first few days of that new moon and that planet and that lunar new year will be a little bit rough because we're still going to be under the mercury retrograde and since uranus um, affects like thinking and it thinks like radical changes and stuff like that but mercury retrograde is going to continue through the third so basically the first three days it's still like a little like um torpe right like a little difficult to be able to take those first steps but it's a great time to like okay this is what i'm going to do to prepare yourself like if you're going to start like running right i don't know why i'm bringing that up because i hate running but like you're getting that for me i'm thinking about it oh you're thinking about it i'm like why the heck running um you know just like make sure you have your shoes and make sure that you have like the little insoles and make sure that you've mapped out like you got an app to like map out where you're running so that it tracks how many you know miles you're doing um checking just doing a drive by the route that you're going to be running so that you see that it's safe just like all the crap you can do that like the first two or three days and then after that mercury retrograde finishes then you can just feel like okay now we're ready to actually all right hit the pavement okay um so that's what we've got going on in that first week and then also the on the second we are celebrating in bulk um for the ones that follow the wheel of the year and that is the celebration of the midwinter point mm-hmm. so it's six weeks have already have gone by and in more than six more weeks spring will be coming Yay. it's also groundhog days because it comes from in bulk okay oh. um or in our tradition it's el dia de la virgen de la candelaria <laughs> which is when you actually burn your christmas tree <laughs> and um so it, it's fire it's a fire one because the fire of the sun is coming back it's growing each time more and the groundhog obviously they're pulling him up and saying oh is there going to be six more weeks of winter or not yes there's going to be six more weeks of winter and that's where they get it from right, <laughs> right. but it's is it going to be harsh or not right and so that's basically if he sees this shadow right yeah. so they're always it, it always has a pagan origin just people don't don't know yeah <laughs> 
So that's um, for those celebrating the, it's time to start your gardening. So also like if you're going to do a change, like I think that's actually something that we are going to be looking at. We're going to get raised beds and we're going to actually start gardening because I've never, I've not, I'm not a plant lady. I know this may confuse people. But she does have plants in her space. I have tons of plants in my space, but they're, it's not my fault. It's like, it's not, <laughs> it's not like I'm a plant lady. They just live here. And I I've know that they came here and they live here, but um, it's not really due to me that they're alive. <laughs> it's, plant lady by default. Yeah. It's like, they, they, it's like the cats, right? Every oh, single yeah. time we've had a, uh, an episode, oh, yeah. a cat has come by, right? I'm not a cat lady, but they come and well, sometimes I open it up and I feed them. <laughs> you might be a cat lady. I might be. <laughs> Yesterday, I, I, I was rubbing one on their head. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's what we have the first week of um, February. Last, okay. Ends of January, beginning of February. So, preparation to start new goals, new yes. tasks. And and, give, and start them as soon as that, um, you know, um, new moon has gone by. And if you want to be a little safer, as soon as the um, Mercury retrograde has ended, which it ends on the 3rd. And when it ends, it just helps you have clarity on uh, issues that... For example, if you had any disputes or if you had any technological problems during the Mercury retrograde, then on the third, you'll see that, you know, you can see where it's going to end. You can see the end, the light at the end of the tunnel and how you're going to fix it. That's great. Yeah. Well, that's what we have. All, All right. right. For Thanks so much. Okay. Okay, this week I am going to talk about Diente de Leon or Dandelion. Please remember, in fact, that I am not a medical doctor, so before ingesting anything, please ask yours. The Spanish name follows the French name, de Leon or Lion's Tooth, because of the rigid, tooth-looking leaves. And the plant was brought to the Americas by Spain and other colonizing nations. It is a fast-growing plant whose flower has been tied to divination and magic for centuries. Medicinally, in Central and South America, it's used to treat kidney issues, constipation, and congestion. Also, water retention. It is the roots of the Diente de Leon plant that you would purchase for a tea or an infusion in the store. Uh, in Mexico, a root infusion is made that's known to purify or strengthen the blood. The leaves of the plant carry, very, um, carry many wonderful nutrients, such as iron, vitamin A, potassium, and calcium. Uh, the young leaves do very well in a salad or freshly blended, but they do, the leaves tend to get more bitter as they mature. The flowers, which I will touch more on the folk magic of them in a second, the flowers were used in the 19th century to make the very popular dandelion wine. So the flower, which if you're having a hard time picturing this plant, let me help. The flower is like a bright yellow pom-pom. And you're going to often see it with like the little delicate globe bulb. It's got the soft, white, fuzzy looking seeds are attached to it. And you've probably uh, blown on one yourself or encouraged a child to blow on one uh, to do like make a wish into the wind. Uh, so for the flower folklore, just a few tidbits I found online. To find out how long you'll live, you blow the seeds off the head and the remaining seeds are counted as the years that you have left. Um, to tell the time, you blow the seed head three times and the remaining seeds will mark the hour, which I have never heard, but am very eager to try. And then finally, if you have a message for a loved one, picturing them focusing on your message and then blowing the seeds in their direction, 
is thought to make a very powerful impact and get that message to them. And again, magically, we're going to see the root used, dried and ground into teas to offer psychic powers and vitality. You'll find that the actual ways and behaviors of the plant, the attributes of the plant, really coincide seamlessly, uh, not always, but often, with its magical properties. So I was thinking of something to share that was going to give us vitality and strength to keep pushing to move forward. And the dandelion plant is not a quitter. It is going to go grow and it is going to thrive. So with the ideals and the resolutions upon us, um, a, a little Diente de Leon is sure to give us a boost to keep on going. You know, good things are happening and we're just going to keep focusing on our goals. So thank you so much for listening. We'll be back soon um, with more on Brujeria, herbs, and astrology. Adios! Adios!